This is a very special service today. This is the service of lessons and carols. Uh, churches all over the world throughout the Christmas season gather to do a service very similar to this one, reading the passages that tell us about the birth of Christ and singing Christmas carols. A lot of churches do it on Christmas Eve, but for me, this is a really good way to close out the Christmas season by, by singing the, the carols, by reminding ourselves about the, the birth of Christ. Let's pray together. God, we are grateful for this day. We're thankful, Lord, for the way that you have blessed us through this Christmas season. Thank you for all that you've been to us and for all the ways that you are with us. And we thank you that you are always for us. Lord, help us to celebrate the birth today. Help us to sing and to listen. And to most of all, help us to give you the praise and the worship that you deserve. For you are great and greatly to be praised. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's pray again. This Christmas season, it's our duty and delight to prepare ourselves to hear again the message of the angels and to go in heart and mind to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass and the babe lying in a manger. Therefore, let us hear again from Holy Scripture the tale of the loving purposes of God from the first days of our sin until the glorious redemption brought us by this holy child. And let us make this house of prayer glad with our carols of praise. But first, because this of all things would rejoice Jesus' heart, let us pray to him for the needs of the whole world and all his people. For peace upon the earth he came to save, for love and unity within the one church he did build, for goodwill among all peoples. And particularly at this time, let us remember the poor, the cold, the hungry, the oppressed, the sick and them that mourn, the lonely and the unloved, and the aged and the little children, and all who know not the Lord Jesus, or who love him not, or who by sin have grieved his heart of love. Lastly, let us remember all those who rejoice with us, but upon another shore and in a greater light, that multitude of which no one can number, whose hope was in the word made flesh, and with whom in the Lord Jesus we forevermore are one. These prayers and praises let us humbly offer up to the throne of heaven in the words that Christ himself has taught us when he prayed, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. God announces to sinful Adam that he has lost the life of paradise and that the seed of the woman will bruise the head of the serpent. And they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? And he said, I heard you, 
And he said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom gave you the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit from the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the fields. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enemy between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. To the woman, he said, I will surely multiply your pain and childbearing. In pain you shall bring forth children. Your desire shall be contrary to your husband, but he shall rule over you. And to Adam, and to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten of the tree, which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all of your days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the fields. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground. For out of it you were taken, for you are dust, and to the dust you shall return. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to Thank you. 
Hello church family, how are you doing? I hope that you have a great Christmas and it's to me a great privilege to do the Bible reading today. Our scripture is found in Luke chapter 2 verse 1 through 7 and I'm reading from the New International Version. In those days Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea of Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belongs to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, this time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her first son. She wrapped him and clothed and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. God bless you and have a very, very special program. This is the word of the Lord. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Hello there, my friends. I have watched the church service many times on video, and I guess it's your time to watch me now on video. For our edification from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine upon them. Thou shalt multiply the nation, thou shalt increase their gladness. They will be glad in thy presence, as with the gladness of harvest. As men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For thou shalt break the yoke of their burden, and the staff on their shoulders. The rod of their oppressor as at the battle of Midian. For every boot of the booted warrior in the battle tumult, and cloak rolled in blood will be for burning, fuel for the fire. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or peace. On the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness. From then on and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. God bless you all. This is the word of the Lord.
The prophet Micah foretells the coming glory of little Bethlehem. But you, O Bethlehem Ephrah, who are too little to be among the clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to be ruler in Israel, whose coming forth is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has given birth. Then the rest of his brothers shall return to the people of Israel, and he shall stand and shepherd his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God, and they shall dwell secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth. This is the word of the Lord. Chloe, how are you? Good. Hey, Lance. Hey, Mitchell. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> I hope everybody's doing well this morning. Did everybody have a nice Christmas? Good, good. 
Well, today is the last day of December. It's the last day of the year. Um, this year is 2023. Does anybody know what a resolution is? A resolution. It's a big word. I think a resolution is where you plan something. That's exactly right. Thank you, Chloe. So you plan something or you make a goal for yourself. Now, some people, their resolution might be, I'm going to start going to the gym. I'm going to lose weight. For other people, it may be, I want to read the Bible more. Um, I want to be a better person. I want to be a better Christian. Can any of you think of something maybe that you might like to do better in the new year? Anybody? I like to watch the ball drop. That's really... Do you, do you stay up till midnight? Yeah. You do? Wow. Hey, some adults out here can't even do that. <laughs> so that's fun. But are there things, goals that you might have for yourself in the new year? Things that you might want to do better? Maybe listen to your teacher at school? Of course, none of you are... Well, you don't, but I'm talking about in the new year when you go back to school. Could we be kind to other people? We could be kind to our moms and dads. To your mom and dad, that's exactly right. Yes, so that's what a resolution is. It's something that you want to do better in the new year. Um, you know, in the Bible, he tells, God tells us that the old has passed away and the new, and we can think of our new year like that, too. 2023 is coming to a close. Some of us may stay up and watch the ball drop. Others may not, but tomorrow will be a new year and a new day. It'll be January 1st, 2024. So I want us all to remember that no matter what has happened to us in our life, we can always change, and God loves us for that, and he helps us, doesn't he? Yeah, he helps us even if he's in heaven. That's right, he does. So let's say a prayer that God will be with us in the new year and that we can be better people, better Christians, and maybe make a New Year's resolution, maybe not, it's okay, okay? Dear Lord, we thank you so much for these beautiful children. And I thank you that you love us so much that you forgive us when we make wrong choices, but we can always do better, and you love us no matter what. Thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. Y'all going to the children's sermon today, the children's lesson? So welcome, Josh. We're thankful that you can join us today for uh, our lessons and carol service. And I would like for you to share with us um, some of what's going on in Nepal since we last saw you. Sure. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's exciting to get to be a part of your 
Christmas service from afar. And um, yeah, so we, we got back to Nepal in September after seeing you guys this summer and really kind of hit the ground running right back into work in the hospital, which has been quite busy, uh, but really seeing a lot of uh, good things happening um, at the hospital with our jobs and with patient care. And uh, specifically, Sarah has um, been named the the leader of the rehab units of the hospital, the different therapy units, um, which is a really uh, big step. And it, it really is uh, exciting for her, but also very busy. And I've been pretty busy working with uh, my usual stroke and spinal cord injury patients, and as well as excitingly getting to help develop some cardiac rehab now too. So our kids, Chloe and Eli, they've been uh, at school and they actually just finished up their school term and they got to do a big Christmas play and share with the patients at the hospital, uh, the story of Christmas, and as well as they did a big performance for us. So they're busy, but excited to be on break as uh, many of you are as well. So the other thing that's been uh, great for us is uh, we recently got to go to uh, deliver a bunch of wheelchairs to patients in a more rural part of Nepal called Sirket, and it's one of our sister hospitals. And uh, so, just as you guys in the past have helped us with wheelchairs for patients, this is really a an ongoing need, and we were able to deliver wheelchairs to people who hadn't had them maybe their whole lives, and they had been in need. So. Uh, lots of cool things around the hospital and lots of really great uh, Christmas services that we've had at our church, as well as at the hospital, getting to share with the coworkers, as well as uh, with our patients, the story of Christmas. So that's been exciting for us. So yeah, thanks for letting me come on with you guys. Fantastic. Um, so is this an ongoing thing that you're going to be doing with the wheelchairs in these far-flung regions beyond uh, where you are? Uh, well, I, th I think it depends as as supplies come, as we're able to get wheelchairs, there, there's always a need, really. So we hope that that's an ongoing thing, and we hope that we can expand in what even in the where we're at at our hospital. So um, we just really believe that giving the gift of mobility is is a big part of someone's life. And we won't, and that was a really fun thing to be a part of. So I have to ask before I share some news with you, um, given that you're on the world's rooftop, are you guaranteed a white Christmas? <laughs> I, sadly, we probably won't get any snow. So where we live is actually down in the valley at the base of the white rooftop. So, I mean, we might see snow from far away on the clear days, but I don't think we're going to get any here. It doesn't That's quite... It doesn't quite drop to freezing here, which is good because we don't have indoor heat. So well, we would prefer it not to do that. I was about to say, that's very good then. And it sounds like you've never left North Carolina. Um, <laughs> so, well, Josh, uh, we have some news for you. When you were here this summer, you shared with me that you had uh, lost one of your sponsoring churches. And uh, Grove Park in 2024 uh, is going to uh, add your work to our work uh, in our budget, and we're going to be able to uh, meet half of what your sponsoring church was doing. So we're glad that we can partner with you beyond the Christmas market uh, in the new year. So that 
that's really amazing news. Thank you for that. Um, it really does mean a lot. And coming from you all at Grove Park, that just means more to me anyway. And uh, as I've told you before, you guys are special to us. And uh, but that's that's really important to for us to be able to stay here and do our continue to do the work that you might hear about. We know that we need you guys. So that's really great news for us. So thank you so much. Well, we're glad that we could help and uh, do know that we are praying for you. And if there's anything that you need uh, specifically, just let us know and we'll see what we can do. Um, uh, I would be happy to share with you what the Christmas market has done, but they're still tabulating. So, um, but uh, know that, that you were there and um, we're glad we can partner through that as well. So thank you. Well, Josh, you have the fifth lesson. So would you mind sharing that with us now? Sure. So I'm going to be reading from Luke chapter one, verses 26 through 38. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, O favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at the saying and tried to discern what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? And the angel answered her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Thank you, Josh. And uh, again, God's rich blessings to you. You'll be in the new year before we will. So uh, may 2024 be great. <laughs> We got 10 hours and 45 minutes ahead of you. So that's good. Make sure you party hard. So, all right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. This is the word of the Lord.
Hello, sweet friends. This is Mauricio again, and I'm so glad that I, I get uh, time to talk to you again. I hope you're doing wonderful. Uh, I'm very thankful for your prayers because I know that you are all praying for me and my family here in Ecuador. Thank you for your support. The Lord has been merciful, and He has shown His uh, mercy to me and my family, my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, uh, and his family, my grandmother, and all of our uh, brothers and sisters in Christ here in Ecuador. Um, so thank you. Uh, so today I'd like to share with you uh, a little bit of a scripture. And it is going to come from Luke uh, chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. And it says, In those days Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census uh, should be taken of the entire Roman world. Uh, this was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. Uh, so Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, uh, to Bethlehem, the town of David because he belonged to the house and line of David. Uh, he went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth uh, to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in clothes and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. Um, I hope that this uh, scripture reminds us of that there is always room for the Lord in our hearts and uh, uh, not only in our hearts but in the hearts of everybody else who's willing to uh, accept him and recognize him as their savior. So I love you sweet friends and I pray that the Lord keep you all well during this time. And I wish you all a, a blessed uh, New Year, which is coming. And that you can spend with your family. Love you all. Uh, goodbye.
In the same region were shepherds out of the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you, born this day in the city of David, a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign unto you that you will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. This is the word of God.
Hello, my name is Patrick Stokes, and uh, on behalf of the Stokes family and Walter and Williams High School, we, we wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Today I'll be reading from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star in the east and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, In Bethlehem of Judea. For so it has been written by the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the Magi and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child. And when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out. And there, ahead of them, went the star that they had seen in the east, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid homage. Then opening their treasure chest, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the word of God for the people of God.
John unfolds the great mystery of incarnation. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him, was not anything made that was made. In him was light, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to bear witness about the light that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to bear witness about the light. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as the only son from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the word of the Lord. Let's stand.
Indeed, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Our prayer for you for this upcoming year is that you will spend this year, however much of it God gives you, adoring Christ the Lord. If we can spend 2024 doing that, it will indeed be a very blessed year. Go in the presence of God. Walk with him from now till the time we're back together again, whether it's here or in his kingdom. Now join with me in the Grove Park prayer. Lord, by your spirit, put healing in our hands, life in our words, and drive deep within our hearts your passion for the lost.